0: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God. But finding an immense
1: hard, it's like trying to find God. You're the only
0: one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep nice. No names, these are just theories. If you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kinda eerie, baby. Like the Kim Treasure's Scott
2: Well, well, grand rising everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and we have a magnificent Monday for you. You all. But it is also Menu Monday, so I'm so glad Def Chef will be joining us later on in the show, in the building. Got to give it up to him for all the things that he's doing in the community, but he still finds time to be with us on Monday. So shout out and kudos to you, Def. I'm looking forward to whatever you're cooking up for us and preparing for us over here. It's good because the crew and us, you know, we don't have to worry about lunch on Mondays when Def Chef is in the building. But of course, I want to welcome you all to the day with Trey it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Also, if you cannot watch our shows, no worries we got you covered. <laughs> you guys can also find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast, Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We are on all of the platforms. Just search Converge Media Network in the David with Trey. You'll find us there. Shout out to all of you listeners out there. Love to give y'all shout outs because I know people are tuning into these podcasts and we so appreciate you uh, for listening to all of the shows we have going on here at Converge Media. And I, specifically appreciate you for listening to The Day with Trey. Um, We got a couple of announcements here that we want to get into. We've been keeping this message alive, the Commercial Tenant Improvement Fund. Of course, this is the fund that Office of Economic Development has created. They've invested $1.9 million into this fund. So, that anybody who was looking for commercial improvement can apply for up to $100,000 in grant funding to make sure that the commercial space you are intending to occupy is fitted for your needs. Also too, I mean, this isn't just for new business owners or new businesses. This is also for those who may have been affected by the pandemic. Maybe you've needed to make some adjustments. We know a lot of brick and mortar spaces had to, bump up their digital presence um, and also maybe change some things around in their storefront. So this is also for you. If you find that, you know, you are already in a space, but now you need to think about some ways to diversify your business with that space or change it up. This is a great opportunity for you. So if it's you, if it applies to you, make sure you're applying. And if not, try to make sure you're sharing this with someone who can benefit from this fund. I know Curtis is putting the link in the comments there, but we want to make this easily accessible for you all. The deadline is coming up, I think, next month. So we'll be sure to keep this message alive and well while these funds are available. Um, Also, too, you know, we love Friends of Waterfront Seattle. They're doing some amazing things. And we want to just share with you a couple of events that they have going on this week. You guys can see that There are several things going on throughout the week, and it looks like it's going to be tons of fun. Make sure you guys click on the link Curtis is putting there in the comments so that you stay up to date on all of the activities going on down there at the Waterfront. One of the things I really appreciate about, um, you know, what they're doing at Friends of Waterfront Seattle is, that they are being intentional to include community, to make sure these events are being shared within the community, and also to provide some culturally relevant events for our ethnic communities that we have out here. You know, there's, the, the peer is for everyone, and I appreciate them for making sure that message is ringing loud and clear in the ways that they are curating these events, but also how they're sharing these events out with community. So many amazing community partnerships that they've been embarking on to bring these events down there to the waterfront. So please stay tuned at all the great things they have going on out there. Click that link so you can learn more about the events that are coming up this week. All right. Now, you know, it is still Black Business Month, right? We've been keeping some great content, you know, in circulation for you all because we have been involved in uplifting and sharing. Black stories uh, outside of our TV shows. We get out in community. We love to uplift what folks are doing, but it's also an opportunity for you to get to learn and know about new spaces. Check out this amazing Black business, The Link Project.
3: Link Project is during the week. It's a cooperative retail space and art gallery, and it features all black owned businesses and artists. Um, And then on the evenings and weekends, we it's an event space that has pop up markets like you see here today, um, as well as classes, community meetings, private events, food pop ups, all that kind of stuff. So today is the link uh, Black Biz Market and Mixer. And so every month we feature about six or seven uh, black owned businesses here. Everything from plants, holistic goods, uh, candles, clothing. um, We've got threads here as well. Um, So, yeah, just a place for us to all come together. You can actually put a face to the business that's available. So
2: I love the link project. I love the link project because um, it's a community um, of like minded people. And I love the idea of black people having ownership and having a place where we can show our products and feel um, comfortable and meet people and network. I think it's very important to have something like this. The
1: Link Project is is huge. It's super important just because it creates accessibility around the products that we as a community have. Um, I don't think people realize and recognize just how much the Black community in Seattle cultivates. Uh, you know, we've got you know pillowcases, we've got plants, we've got art, we've got clothing. We have everything that you can think of in the black community and what Stephanie has done with the Link project has opened up a space for us to come and sell those things, opened up a space for people to come and buy those things. A lot of people wanna give back and put their money back into the black community and this is an opportunity to do so at a time when that really matters.
3: I mean, we're all, you know, working away at our own little things um, and so it's important, I see it as uh, cooperative economics and cross-marketing and so when we come into a space together my audience then gets to meet their audience, you know, another business owner and vice versa. And so we sort of cross pollinate in that way. And so I just think that in a collective effort, we just get, we're able to do so much more that way and tap into so many more audiences and that kind of thing and share resources as well. I was doing projects uh, along the lines of, you know, community and cooperative economics for many years. And space has always been the biggest challenge for me getting always having to go and ask for permission to use a space and having that kind of like hesitancy what are you doing what kind of music are you playing who's all going to be there and I just got tired of doing that and so the link was a dream for a long time and sometimes chaos creates opportunity and that's kind of what happened the pandemic unfortunately some businesses closed including this one here and that opened up a space for me to be able to come in and Take advantage of that. We are the Link Project on all social media and thelinkproject.com, and that's the link with two eyes.
2: There it is right there. The Link Project with two eyes. Shout out to Stephanie Morales for having the vision and really going after a space that was available in the community right there on Union. I mean, this is something that uh, I have been able to experience multiple times with different events and also going there to just purchase products. It is really an amazing space. Just like we showed with the inside, there is a need for us to have brick and mortar space that uplifts a bunch of different black businesses. And black vendors that right there is the key to us showing that we have the ability to circulate these black dollars y'all trust and believe right here in our community. If you're somebody who already loves candles, you love African print fabrics, you want a nice sweatshirt, all of the things that you may be buying online outside of the community, you actually can get right here inside of the community. And shout out to the Link Project for being one of those spaces that has been intentional in providing the opportunities for a lot of our newer vendors, maybe solopreneurs that are just getting started, or maybe some that have been in business for many years, but they needed a space to occupy shelves and the Link Project is there. They're doing great work. Shout out to the whole team that really pours into that effort. I know it takes a lot to uh keep brick and mortar alive, but they are doing it in a way that makes it accessible for vendors, for black businesses. Just appreciate that space being right there in the central district. And you know, this is a showcasing of how Converge has been intentional to uplift these amazing stories in our community. We weren't waiting for black. Business Month to showcase all of these. We already produced these because we knew that great stories abound within our community. And we always want to be a great conduit for sharing those stories. Well, after this short break, you guys, my brother, Dev Chef, is coming in the building. He's going to be talking to us about how we stay hydrated. We can use some foods to do so. He's going to be sharing us some tips right after this short break. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey y'all, my name is Nicole Harvey and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Lastly, we just want to let y'all know that we're hosting a blog party on Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. There's going to be free food, music, and it's going to be a really good time. So for more information, please visit our website. You can also check it out on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Thanks, y'all. Hope to see you soon. guess what you guys, Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th and
2: Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam packed with dope events including the Hip Hop Skate Party hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard. Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jammy1075.com, just search Basa.
0: Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro, It's like, you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear, And an open heart, you can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give.
2: Hey there, it's Trey Holiday. And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. Welcome back, everybody, to the David Trey. Of course, our resident chef is in the building, Deaf Chef, with Menu Monday. Chef, you got a lot of fruits out here today. What are we talking about?
0: Hydration today and, and, and really the way to get the hydration and the water into the kids. You know, um, if a kid doesn't play a lot of sports, they're not just going to run around drinking water. And water's expensive now. Mm-hmm. Fruit's expensive as well, but... We're here to diversify.
2: Well, you know, what I really appreciate is that fruit is some a way to do it in a fun way, right? Mm-hmm. Kids don't even realize they're getting hydrated with certain fruits, but there's a lot of fruits that contain a lot of water, right?
0: Exactly. Like watermelon or like blueberries, definitely a cantaloupe, definitely an orange, a lime, you know what I'm saying? A little umami. Grapes, cherries high in fiber, different style of grapes, you know, because kids like to have different varieties and also they could get educated on the fruit like a lot of kids. They know what mango is, but they don't know what it is when they see it. Mm. They know what it looks like in a bag when it's sweetened up and dried or something like that or when it comes in, you know, dessert form or something of that nature. So, you know, we're just getting them more familiar with these things. And while they're eating them, enjoying it, we could explain to them pineapple, great source of water, great source of fiber that's going to help with their system. You know what I'm saying? So like I just said, sometimes, you know, we got to make things work. We got a little bit of apple juice. We already know this is a high water content. This is one of the best things that you could get very next to some water.
1: Oh, and you see.
0: know, um, this also allows the kids to play with the food. Mm-hmm. Cut this for me. We cut this, cut this for me, or we allow them to cut it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they get to learn what it's like to possibly pill a grape. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not into doing all that stuff because I know how tedious it could be, but kids, kids like to do that. So, you know, this is something that they could get to experiment with the food, make some mistakes make some different cuts because a lot of times with us we don't have time to experiment and play with food it's go time yeah right this is how come we don't get to you know holidays you better not make something that we're not used to it's gonna be a complete problem (laughs) right right? so this is the time to do these type of things maybe get something they're completely not used to like i could have really went exotic i could have got dragon fruit and all type of stuff but we just kept it basic for the day. We got a cutting board out, a good sharp knife, because if you give it to them, whole, oh, this is the way you get them interested in cooking. They start off just dicing, slicing, cutting something. Then from there, they want to cook it and do their own thing, season it up, make their own. Make it their own thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know the the great thing about uh, this time of year, a lot of fruits are in season, mm-hmm. so that's the best time to be going after fruits. I mean, we know that the the process right now has changed because they're trying to make them some some fruits that are seasonal. They're trying to make them year round. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I want to I want to mention something here is really special about um oranges. You know, it is you know the start of football season. I was just at the jamboree, you know, yesterday and a lot of parents carry tangerines. They carry oranges for the football players. This is something that they can utilize to replenish, not just for hydration, but also muscles, right? As they're out there on the field, this is something that's really specific to replenishing some of that muscle mass. Is that right?
0: Definitely. I mean, the best way to get things to happen is to give them something that they want. and something they like. And, Uh, orange tastes better when you're sweating and when you're a little parched you know what I'm saying it's almost like having a steak at that point so when as a matter of fact when kids are being active is a really good time Mm -hmm. to give them fruit because it's going to quench their thirst it's also going to help you know uh, stop their hunger and whatnot. And you know like I said fruit's a little expensive but you're dealing with This isn't for one person. Mm -hmm. This is enough fruit for 10, 15 people. So it's a good investment.
2: Yeah. And, you know, one thing, too, that I will say is you were talking about having fun with fruit. Uh, You know, some people love to Mm. freeze the grapes. Right. Like that's like something that's really fun, too, because you can utilize these fruits in different forms. I mean, freezing smoothies. Talk about how we can kind of diversify from just eating it whole.
0: Oh, well, I mean, you could use it as a garnish. You can like you said, you could juice it. You could use it to emulsify. You could use it as flavoring. You could use it as coloring. Right. You know, you thin it out a little bit. There's so many different uses. You could turn it into a dessert of some sort. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, you could cook with it like you could turn this into compote. I really wouldn't cook with melon, but you could cook with mango. you could make skewers and different things with these obviously we cook with cherries you know um you know even apple juice you could reduce it season it up and use it for a glaze for food or whatever it's all about anything you could think of with this you could do it and we all know a pineapple is like the MacGyver of fruit. <laughs> we, we even use the outside as balls. Yeah. We use it for everything.
2: Yeah. See, see, that right there is something that I'm loving to see because I, I've been seeing people do some frozen things or where they use a melon baller, yeah. right? Scoop out the melon and then they use that as ice cubes in a, in a drink or something like a summer lemonade, right? So, I've Oh been, yeah, we do that right yeah, now. Right? We,
0: we freeze the grapes. We put it in the lemonade. When we drink all the lemonade up, we be greedy and now we have grapes to eat <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. It, and it kind of balances it out. Right. We had the lemonade. Now we got these good, healthy grapes that have been sitting in the lemonade or you could do it with berries. You could do it with all this stuff. Got some nice, beautiful blueberries right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, also, too. I mean, we're talking about freezing things. That, for me, I love a good sorbet that moves into how you can utilize a lot of these things for sorbet as well, because the kids love that. Then they don't even realize they're getting all of the benefits of the fruit. But now it's in this frozen treat. That's like a new way of mm-hmm. them exploring the fruit as well. Right.
0: Yeah. A lot of times if uh, you give a kid something healthy and it's good and you don't relate it to health, they're just going to think they have a good treat. They're not going to really realize they're eating healthy.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, because uh, fruits often have the sweet property, I love to be able to do different things with fruit and turn it into candy for the kids. I mean, like again, you were talking about dried fruit. When we talk about mangoes, there's a lot of different things that you can dry necessarily. Let them sit out, do a dehydration process on it. Now you kind of got like a fruit lather almost for the kids. That's something a little bit more chewy. Right. Has an extra bite.
0: That's the original candy. Mm -hmm. The original candy is using something that is a product of fruit, right? The first candies that came out were modeled after the flavors of fruit. The most popular candies are modeled after the flavors of fruit. That's just what it is. So, yeah, the idea of fruit being, you know, you able to use it in a diverse manner all the way up to being candy has been around for decades. It's, it's, It's an old concept.
2: Well, okay, you got the cutting board here. You've already sliced the orange. Some folks may be wondering, what are some of the best ways to get in some of these larger melons? Because I think a lot of us can have a different method of cutting. Maybe you can show us, you know, with maybe the watermelon, How? what is one of the the most simplest methods for folks to just kind of get into it and have something really great to give out to kids?
0: Okay, well, the most simple method where you can get it to the kids in an easy fashion you just cut it in half. Some people like to cut a little slice right here, right? This allows it mm. to not roll. Then you might cut the ends off. Some people just go, it doesn't really matter. There's no wrong or right way. I cut the ends off cause you're not gonna eat that. We got a trash somewhere to put this. Yeah, yeah, we'll
1: grab the trash. All right. And mm-hmm.
0: we go right down the middle. Right? So, you could either, you could do this one or two ways, or there's not not one or two ways, there's many ways, but the primary way right now, you could just go straight across where you eat the watermelon like that, or you could cut it down the middle and you could get a triangle. So, I'll cut down the middle. It's easier for me right now to rotate mm-hmm. because we're working with limited space. And you just do a nice, clean cut. There's no need for you to do that. It's harder to do that to mm-hmm. saw than to just go straight through. Mm.
2: And there it is. You got perfect slices. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? You
0: know, the middle is this always. This like a great the, one. Yeah. And, you know, we could give it another cut. Mm. Now we have.
2: Mm. Well, tell us, you got to have a method for picking a great melon. I've heard people talk about thumping it. They got to hear that hollow sound. What do you do when you're out there shopping to pick a great one like this? This is a great one. I'm
0: going to be so real with you, (laughs) Trey Holiday. I like to deal with the brand, right? Because certain brands are more likely to be a good quality than other brands Mm -hmm. like Ford Watermelon. These smaller ones are really good or a Hermiston brand from Hermiston, Oregon. Mm. (laughs) We could do the thumping. We could do all that stuff like to be honest. I think I was I think I'm a little out of tune with that, but I do know that. Fruit, that's a little bit more aged, that's imperfect Mm -hmm. that you see like this. This is stuff that is likely to be more sweet. A watermelon, a big one that has like the brown patches, Mm -hmm. the dry. Those usually are the ones that are a little bit better. So Mm -hmm. fruit is odd because some even even a pineapple, the good pineapples are the ones that you see that are like slightly brownish on the outside and you have a real strong pineapple smell. Like right now, this one you don't Mm -hmm. see this is like a fresh one. But if we were to let it sit a couple days, it would completely ripen up and it would be how we would want it. So, yeah, as far as uh, picking the fruit, especially a watermelon, I kind of go with a brand I know. And if I'm not dealing with that, I look at the watermelon that has the kind of brown little areas, the off Mm. color spots. Right. And just make sure you fill it. And if it's soft, you never you never want a soft watermelon. (laughs)
2: Right. Because It's not
0: going to be right.
2: Well, you know, this is you're mentioning something that's so key when it comes to certain fruits, especially ones like melons, even mango. There's something that's really particular about when you cut into it, because if you let it sit for a couple of days, like you said, then maybe you're going to get exactly what you want versus trying to rush the process of some of these fruits, because. When they're in a their sweet pocket, yeah. you know, right? Cause then they can go over too if you yep. let it sit for too long. Yep. It's no good. But if you get it in that sweet pocket, you gotta understand like that's the time to cut open to it. This right here was a great time to cut it to the watermelon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, I'm telling you, this is crisp, it is good, it's sweet, it's all the things you want out of a watermelon. Cause I can't stand a mushy one, bro. Me
0: neither. <laughs> Me neither. When when look, as soon as it as soon as it happens, it's gone. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Or the you know crazy discoloration. Like she said, this one right here is really good, but we caught it in the sweet pocket because you see it. Give this a few more days. It's gonna, it's not gonna be the quality it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It gets like too pink or something, and then it just becomes mush. yeah Always, Def, a pleasure. I mean, I'm over here. You guys, we're gonna jam on some fruit today. Oh, yeah, we're
0: gonna eat the fruit. Yeah, this this this, this is not for props. We (laughs) I'm I'm gonna cut the rest of this stuff up. And the Converse staff is really going to have fruit today.
2: Oh, we appreciate you always, Def. I want you to have a moment here. Uh, which camera does he need to look? Okay, straight forward. Make sure, Okay, right here. Okay, there. that's a great one for you. Look right there. Let the folks know how they can get in touch with you, how they can connect.
0: Uh, my name is Jermaine Miller. They call me Def Chef. My email is T-H-A-W-H-I-T-E-B-O-X-74, The Box 74 at Gmail. I'm on whatever social media platforms really you could catch me in the community doing work so if you have something going on that you need full justice involved in holler at me for that because that's really what i'm looking to do with the community
2: Absolutely, and you're doing it with thank the community. You. We thank, thank you so you. much for being there and, and representing food justice the way you do, bro. You're everywhere. I don't thank know you. how thank you do you. it, but thank you so much for spending time with me. On always, Mondays. always, I
0: love it. Yeah, you guys. I you look guys, forward to this, seeing you on Monday. This Mondays. is the
2: exciting thing. Deaf is now. You know, for a minute, it was every other Monday. Def was like, "No, I'm coming every Monday. He got stuff for us every Monday. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, yeah, brother. Make the time. Absolutely. Well, you guys heard it right there. Def Chef is available, of course, for me. I I just love being able to spotlight and update Black businesses and Black folks doing amazing things and folks within our community, outside of our community doing amazing things so you all can be inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution. Clearly, Dev said, look, me being a chef, me cooking for the community is how I'm gonna do it. He's been doing it for many, many years, and will continue to do so. Make sure you guys are inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution and find the ways that you get to appreciate your community, but be a part of your community. We need you out here, just like we need Def Chef. Appreciate all y'all for watching today, and of course for me until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. <laughs>